Hello, friend. Come on in. You're always welcome here in the quiz cupboard. I'm John, here with Coco the Cat, Black Tortoise Shell, if you're wondering, and collaboratively we have written 20 more quiz questions for you. I won't tell you who did more work in this group project, but let's just say one of us is feeling a bit more rested than the other. Nevertheless, the work got done. That's the important thing, I suppose. And round one is a music round, not one that involves listening to music this time, but an anything but round. You can choose to give me any of the multiple correct answers to each question, except the one I reserve each time. And if you can do that, you get two points. It's a maximum of 10 per round, points that is, for a possible but rarely achieved 40 per episode. Let's begin with question one, which is, name any animal mentioned in the lyrics to My Favourite Things, except kittens. This is the song My Favourite Things, you know it from The Sound of Music. It opens with the lyrics, raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. There are, in the song lyrics, four other animals mentioned. You can name any one of those and I will give you two points. Number two, name any studio album by Simon and Garfunkel except Bridge Over Troubled Water. These are their five studio albums I'm talking about. No live or compilation albums. Bridge Over Troubled Water, their most famous album, I would argue, and their final studio album, in 1970, you can name, please, any of the other four albums they released, studio albums that they released, Simon and Garfunkel. Number three, name any film starring all four of the Beatles except A Hard Day's Night. There are coincidentally four answers to this question. Um, for other films starring all four of the Beatles, I will clarify here, these are films in which they appeared deliberately. So not archive footage or photos or just their music. Films starring all four of the Beatles while they were still together as a group. Um, yes, and there are four possible correct answers here. You can't have a hard day's night. I want it. Number four. Name any artist nominated for Album of the Year in the 2024 Grammy Awards except Taylor Swift, who rather inevitably won the award with her album Midnight's. Any artist nominated for Album of the Year this year if you're listening contemporaneously, uh, there are seven other nominees for the award. You can name any one of those. And number five, name any track on the Pink Floyd album, The Dark Side of the Moon, except Money. Money was the lead single from that very famous album released in 1973, both that single and the album itself. Notable for its unusual 7-4 time signature, that single, there are nine other tracks on the album, according to the Spotify track listing. Uh, I think the, there's a bit of debate about whether the first two tracks are one track or two, but I'm giving you any of the nine other tracks, apart from money on that album. That's the end of round one. And this is the start of round two, From There to There. This is the travel round that isn't in English, testing your geographical and language skills simultaneously with some clips of travel videos in what are, to me at least, foreign languages. 
you get a point for identifying the language each time, and the other point is for the specific city being discussed. I'll tell you the name of the YouTube channels with the answers towards the end of the podcast, rather than now in case it gives anything away. So let's just hear the first clip now. We zijn namelijk op een piepklein eilandengroepje helemaal aan de andere kant van de wereld in de stille oceaan. Bekend om zijn ananassen, de prachtige luau muziek en surfen. Welkom op Hawaii. En we beginnen niet op zomaar een plek, we beginnen midden op het prachtige Waikiki Beach op het eiland Oahu. See, nothing to panic about. I think you've got this. Remember, I need the name of a city and a language, please, for a point each. Number two is this. This million سائح بزورها كل سنة أكيد مش من فراغ. فيها أماكن أكيد بتعرفها حتى إذا ما زرتها. زي الكولوسيوم أحد عجائب الدنيا السبعة. لتريفي فاونتن نافورة العشاق الشهيرة اللي إذا بترمي فيها فلوس رح يجمعوها الحكومة بالليل ويتبرعوا فيها. Doing a little funny bit there, as you can tell by the guide's tone of voice. What language, what city, you know the drill. Okay, number three. Największym muzeum sztuki na świecie, Louvre. Paryski Louvre to jedno z największych i najczęściej odwiedzane muzeum sztuki na świecie. Kompleks budynków Louvre wynosi ponad 60 tysięcy metrów kwadratowych. Znajduje się tam ponad 350 tysięcy dzieł sztuki, a wśród nich takie dzieła jak Mona Lisa, Leonardo da Vinci czy Venus z Milo. Nice, great, good times. Number four is this. You have a cruise tour. 할링하고 주변의 관광지를 둘러볼 수 있는 크루즈로 시드니에 왔다면 꼭 타봐야 하는 크루즈입니다. 7. 오페라 하우스 20세기를 대표하는 현대 건축물로 조개 껍데기 모양의 외관이 인상적이며 내부 관람은 필수랍니다. 8. 시드니 하버 브릿지 시드니형의 상징으로 마치 옷걸이와 같다 하여 낡은 옷걸이라는 애칭을 가지고 있습니다. Yeah, a kind of listicle video. You can hear them cycling through the different sites with the nice twinkly sound effects there. What language? What city? And finally, this one. Passe também pelo Washington Square Park, super frequentado pelos locais, e onde fica a NYU, que é a Universidade de Nova York. E na sequência, vá para Chelsea. Se tu curte museu, vá até o Whitney Museum of American Art. E já do lado fica a entrada para o The High Line, que é uma antiga linha de trem que foi revitalizada e hoje é um passeio público com vários mirantes e intervenções artísticas. So many mentions of specific things that that one was practically half in English, but you get the idea with that round. I hope I like that round very much. It is a small world after all. Round three after this. Their minimum objective must be the entire world. This is the round where I ask you to sit in the small cardboard box over here with the words time machine written on it in marker pen. You may have to move the cat and I recommend holding your breath if possible. Yes, it does work, because as you can see, we've arrived now in the past. I won't yet tell you in what year, for reasons that will become obvious during this round, the old news. Four current affairs questions from the past are coming to you with a consistent fifth question, which will be, what year is it? Forewarned is forearmed. And I am four-eyed. Number one is, ahead of this year's election, 
Victoria Woodhull became the first woman nominated for US president. Without his knowledge, which African-American abolitionist and author did she pick as her vice presidential candidate? One more time, question one. Ahead of this year's election, Victoria Woodhull became the first woman nominated for US president. Without his knowledge, which African-American abolitionist and author did she pick as her vice presidential candidate? Strange story there. Number two. On the 30th of November in Glasgow, the first ever officially recognised international soccer match took place, with Scotland hosting England. The match ended in a draw, with what as the final score? One more time, on the 30th of November in Glasgow, the first ever officially recognised international soccer match took place with Scotland hosting England. The match ended in a draw, with what as the final score? Uh, Just a bit of additional information here to clarify. There had been five previous unofficial matches played in London between England and Scotland with the Scottish players almost entirely London-based. The Scottish FA didn't consider this to be uh, a proper representation of their football skills. Um, So they wanted a match in Glasgow. The English FA obliged and we ended up with what is now officially recognised as the first international match in football, association football, soccer. There, I've covered all the bases Don't get your knickers in a twist. Number three. On the 5th of December, a Canadian-built ship was found abandoned in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, with all ten people aboard having mysteriously vanished. What is the vessel's name? This is question three. All of these worth two points each. On the 5th of December, a Canadian-built ship was found abandoned in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, with all ten people aboard having mysteriously vanished. What is the vessel's name? The famous ghost ship, that. Number four. Late this year, author Jules Verne had a hit in the Paris newspaper Le Temps with a serialisation called Around the World in 80 Days, featuring wealthy Englishman Phileas Fogg and his French valet who goes by what name? Late this year, author Jules Verne had a hit in the Paris newspaper Le Temps with a serialisation called Around the World in 80 Days. That's the English translation anyway. Featuring wealthy Englishman Phileas Fogg and his French valet who goes by what name? Surname only is acceptable there. And number five, what year is it? There are two points available for the exact year. I admit this is a hard one and therefore there is one point available for a fairly wide range either side of that exact year. So do your best. Hopefully you've got the answers to all of those and I'll see you in round four. And round four is tangible tandems in which I'm looking for five pairs of answers. Each half of a pair will start with the same three letters as the other half of that pair. For example, Wesley Snipes and West Ham United. They both begin with W-E-S, a fact that should help you narrow down the field for each one. And we're starting fairly simply with a day of the week and an Asian country are the two answers for question one. I want a day of the week and an Asian country. We, We are back to completely English for this round, by the way. Number two, a martial arts that is currently an Olympic sport and one of Jesus's 12 apostles. A martial art, a fighting sport that is currently an Olympic sport, and one of Jesus's 12 apostles. This is according to, let's say, the Gospel of Matthew. I know there is some difference. Number three, one of the seven colours of the rainbow, 
and a TV series created by Shonda Rhimes. One of the seven colours of the rainbow, according to Isaac Newton and popular tradition, and a TV series created by Shonda Rhimes. A TV series listed as being created by Shonda Rhimes on Wikipedia, that is. Number four. One of the four artists credited on the 2001 single Lady Marmalade and one of King Charles III's five grandchildren. They both start with the same three letters as each other. One of the four artists credited on the 2001 single Lady Marmalade. I did consider saying Lady Marmalade there because that's how I would say that word, but it just sounds completely wrong. And one of King Charles III's five grandchildren. First names we're going with here, by the way. And number five, the singer who first recorded the Burt Bacharach song, Walk On By, and the ancient Greek god of theatre. Only one correct answer for each of those isn't there, so that should help. The singer who first recorded the Burt Bacharach song, Walk On By, and the ancient Greek god of theatre. Among other things, I should say. Right, that's all the questions. You need the answers. I've got them. Hey, wait a minute. Let's try something. Let's play this backwards and see if it gets any better. Better, better, better. better. Obligatory mention here for the Patreon, I say, as if I don't really want to mention it. Do give it a look if you're able. Access to the second quiz of each month is £2, which is frankly too low, but that is very much my fault. See what it's all about at patreon.com forward slash quiz cupboard or you can get high quality merchandise by going to quizcupboard.com. The mug with all the different round names on it is the best seller so far, but there's all sorts on there. Let's see, email quizcupboard at gmail.com, at quizcupboard on literally some of the social media sites. And uh, now it's time for the answers. The anything but music round was round one, if you can remember that. And question one was, name any animal mentioned in My Favourite Things, except for kittens. The four possible answers here are ponies, geese, dog, and bee. Some of them pluralised, some not, but uh, it doesn't really matter. If you've got the right animal, ponies, geese, dogs, and bees. Number two, uh, so it's two points, sorry, if you've got any one of those Number two, any studio album by Simon and Garfunkel except Bridge Over Troubled Water. The list of four chronologically goes Wednesday morning, 3am, Sounds of Silence, Past the Sage, Rosemary and Time, and Bookends. Bookends, the last one there before um, Bridge Over Troubled Water. You can see the picture now, can't you, of them in black and white. The others, Wednesday morning, 3am, Sounds of Silence. I'll be lenient on um, how you exactly phrased that one. Uh, and Parsley, Sage, Rosemary and Time was the other one. Number three, name any film starring all four of the Beatles except A Hard Day's Night. The list that I have here is Help, Magical Mystery Tour, Let It Be and Yellow Submarine. All Beatles related films, co coincidentally enough. Help! Exclamation mark. Magical Mystery Tour was a TV film, but I've still counted it to be nice. Let It Be was a documentary um, about kind of, you know, the end of the Beatles almost. And Yellow Submarine, the animated film, the parts of each Beatle was played, were played by um, actual actors, uh, not them, but they did appear in a cameo towards the end in live action form, uh, basically just to fulfill a contractual obligation. Uh, but yeah, those four films 
are the answers. Number four, any artist nominated for Album of the Year this year, 2024, except for the inevitable Taylor Swift. The other answers are Janelle Monet, Lana Del Rey, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Boy Genius, SZA, and John Batiste. I'll do those again. Janelle Monet, Lana Del Rey, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, Boy Genius, SZA, and John Batiste bringing up the rear, the only male nominee and the only previous winner on the list. All very exciting. And number five, name any track on the Pink Floyd album, The Dark Side of the Moon, except Money. Here is the list of the other nine. It goes, Speak to Me, Breathe in the Air, On the Run, Time, The Great Gig in the Sky, Us and Them, Any Colour You Like, Brain Damage, and Eclipse. A nice, relevantly named final track there. One more time. Speak to me. Breathe brackets in the air. On the run. Time. The Great Game in the Sky. Us and them. Any colour you like. Brain damage and eclipse. Any one of those is worth two points. Hope you got ten on the anything but round. Let's move on to From There to There with a small clip of number one. En we beginnen niet op zomaar een plek. We beginnen midden op het prachtige Waikiki Beach op het eiland Oahu. Definitely enough info to get the city there, wasn't there? Waikiki Beach, Oahu, some um, lap steel guitar music. That was Honolulu, the capital of Hawaii. But Honolulu, the city, is what I was looking for there. And the language was Dutch, as you know, because you speak it fluently. That was uh, the channel Vout of the World. Thank you to him, Honolulu and Dutch. One point each. Number two. Literary Fountain, نافورة العشاق الشهيرة اللي إذا بترمي فيها فلوس راح يجمعوها الحكومة بالليل ويتبرعوا فيها. You're hearing there Ibn Hatuta Travels, a Jordanian seemingly a travel influencer who speaks in Arabic in that video at least. And he was talking about the city of Rome. You heard mention of the Trevi Fountain there, I'm sure. His little quip there was about, you know, you throw money into the fountain and then it gets collected by the city. Um, so yeah, Arabic and Rome, your two one-point answers there. Here's a bit of number three. Największe muzeum sztuki na świecie, Louvre. Paryski Louvre to jedno z największych i najczęściej odwiedzane muzeum sztuki na świecie. Maybe you heard some subtle mentions of the Louvre there. Uh, so Paris is one answer and the language Polish. The channel there, Shevchik Travel. Check them out if you're a Polish speaker. Paris and Polish. We heard mention of Leonardo da Vinci and the Mona Lisa quite a lot there, as well as Venus de Milo right at the end of the question clip. Number four. I mean, I think I left that one fairly obvious. That was Sydney. They were talking about Sydney Harbour Bridge, among other things. And the language there was Korean. Korean is what I wanted for the second point there. The channel Yohangil, I think I'm saying that very wrong. Uh, apparently, it translates to travel guide anyway, so a fairly generic channel name. But Sydney, one point. Korean, one point. And our final one here. Se tu curte museu, vá até o Whitney Museum of American Art e já do lado fica a entrada pro The High Line. I mean, just so many references to New York things in there. The answer is New York City for one point. The YouTube channel called Aruma Essa Mala, meaning pack that suitcase in Portuguese. Portuguese, your other answer. And New York, remember the name of the city. Right, really well done on round two from there to there. 
Let's not get back in the time machine. We'll just do the questions and answers really quick for the old news. Number one was uh, Victoria Woodhull nominating somebody for her vice presidential candidate without his knowledge or consent. Uh, the answer is Frederick Douglass, the very famous writer and statesman who escaped slavery as a young man. Um, yes, Victoria Woodhull representing the Equal Rights Party in this US presidential election, although she was a year too young at 34 years old to be president and didn't appear on the ballot, probably for that reason and a few others. Um, so, yes, yeah, slightly unsuccessful, bit of a stunt there, but an important milestone in the uh, history of women's suffrage. Susan B. Anthony, also active in this election, by the way, she voted illegally and was subsequently arrested and fined for doing so. All steps forward, anyway, in history. Number two, um, the first ever officially recognised international soccer match between Scotland and England. It ended in a draw, I told you. What score? Well, perhaps you could have guessed nil-nil. Our favourite score as football fans, the true purists, love a good nil-nil. And that's what we started with in international football. Zero all. Uh, Scotland apparently came closest to scoring with a shot landing on top of the tape that was used instead of a solid crossbar back in those days. Probably a very exciting moment in a not-so-exciting match. Uh, number three, the Canadian-built ship that was found mysteriously abandoned by all ten people aboard in the Atlantic Ocean was called Mary Celeste, or The Mary Celeste. Uh, I think it was Arthur Conan Doyle who wrote a story calling it Marie Celeste, so I'll give you that as well. But Mary Celeste, apparently the original name of that famous ghost ship, and the Jules Verne question we had around the world in 80 days, Phileas Fogg and his French valet and travelling companion, who was called Jean Passepartout. Passepartout is the active word I'm looking for there, meaning uh, goes everywhere. Also a term for a skeleton key, apparently, unlocking all locks. A useful person to have with you on your travels around the world in 80 days. And what year is it? The answer is, the exact answer is 1872. But I'm accepting a range of 10 years either side for one point. So if you said anything between 1862 and 1882 without getting the exact right answer of 1872, you can still have one point, including those outer limits that I just said. Really well done if you got that exact year or the majority of those questions right. I know that was a tricky one. Uh, and let's move straight on to round four, the tangible tandems round to get these pairs of answers that start the same as each other. Firstly, I wanted a day of the week and an Asian country, and the only combination of these that works is Monday and Mongolia. So one point for each of those. If you didn't know, you had a one in seven chance of guessing the day anyway, didn't you? So I hope you had a, uh, a try. Monday, one point. Mongolia, one point. Number two, a martial art that's currently in the Olympics and one of the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. According to the Bible, according to one of the Gospels of the Bible, the answers are Judo and Judas Iscariot. Judas, famously, uh, you know, not everyone's favourite historically apostle. And Judo, a uh, yes, a martial art from Asia there, J-U-D at the beginning of both of those. Number three, one of the seven colours of the rainbow and a TV series created by Shonda Rhimes. What I wanted here was green and Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, popular medical procedural and green, a popular colour of the rainbow. Number four, one of the four artists on Lady Marmalade and one of King Charles's grandchildren. The answers here are Lil' Kim and Lilibet. 
Yeah, Lil Kim, short for Little Kim, I assume, and Lilibet, the very cutely named daughter of Prince Harry and, or formerly Prince Harry, I suppose, and Meghan Markle, Lil Kim and Lilibet, one point each. And number five, the singer who first recorded the Burt Bacharach song Walk On By, and the ancient Greek god of theatre, Dion Warwick and Dionysus are two answers here. Dion Warwick. I learned this week, it was originally actually called Dionne Warwick, which is how a lot of British people pronounce her name, apparently incorrectly. Uh, but it was misspelled on some poster or other. So Dionne Warwick and Dionysus, also the god of winemaking, fertility, religious ecstasy. I slightly buried the lead on that one by saying god of theatre, I know, but I hope I didn't trick you really. And speaking of religious ecstasy, I hope you've enjoyed another episode of The Quiz Cupboard. If you're on Spotify, you can vote for your favourite round of the week to make sure I do more of them. Also, give me a follow on Spotify. I'm apparently tantalisingly close to a 1,000 followers on there, which is wild, but, you know, something to tell the parents. Hey, keep on knowing stuff, my dear listener, and I'll speak to you next week. Love you. Bye-bye.